At Can't Stop Endurance, we work with runners from beginner to advanced. From rookies to marathon champions, we provide personalized coaching to help endurance athletes reach their personal goals. Whether it's a 5K or 100 mile ultra, we have been there as coaches and athletes. I'm Coach Holly, and now, here is Coach Kevin Leathers. Coach Holly, welcome back to the podcast. Good to see you. Good to be back in the studio doing this thing that we love, which is just rambling on and on about our favorite topic, which is running. Races are back. It's exciting. We're seeing people out and racing and signing up, and races are coming back on with the calendar. We, we, we say it every every time on the podcast and every week on our weekly emails that go out to our runners, get out there and sign up for a race. Support your local race director. Get out there and test yourself. And I promise you, when you go to that first in-person race, the joy and exuberance of the crowd is just contagious because everybody's so thrilled to be back out. It was super exciting um, to look at our Instagram feed because you do that. I send you pictures and everybody else does. And it was awesome. We had here in Memphis our first big um, race, the beginning of a big series that we do every fall. That didn't happen last year. It was all virtual. And so it was a lot of fun to look online Saturday and to see all the the race results and the pictures and all the smiles and just to see people out running and just enjoying it. And you know what else? We saw our Can't Stop Runners have a lot of great results because they have been doing the work. So keep it up, everybody. We're, we're really proud of what you've done and the way you buckled down in the last year. And now we're getting to see some fun results and it's all paying off, even in the heat and humidity of this summer. So Holly, I want to talk about something today. I'm going to throw you a curveball here because something that uh, I've really been thinking a lot about lately is perspective as a runner, as a coach, as a, uh, a human. And, you know, the, the definition of perspective is the capacity to view things in their true relation or their relative importance. It's a, co- a topic we constantly discuss with our runners also, keeping that workout or that race or this training plan or that little uh, speed bump in the road, keeping that in the proper perspective. And you've been battling with some long COVID symptoms and it's been a roller coaster, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, you sent me a, a text a few weeks ago, just as you were recapping your week, uh, it was the runner to coach um, recap you sent me. And you said, basically, I'm back at it. I walked for over an hour today. I'm going to follow the plan. I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to push the running as much right now. I'm going to flip my mindset and just think this is where I am. It's not permanent, but I'm grateful I can walk for an hour. And I was thrilled because that was a big turning point for you to to change and reframe and get a new perspective so tell me what spurred that text and i'd like to dig in a little bit to perspective and uh how you reframe expectations and your attitude to to keep things in focus yeah well i mean i got sick back in february and for the most part just really have had a lot of lingering issues and so my focus towards the end of the school year was just to get to the end of the school year I was coaching track I was teaching doing can't stop stuff and I thought you know what that's enough on my plate right now I'm just gonna focus on that and I tried 
came to you in June and said, hey, I'm ready to try. And you gave me a plan and I followed it for a couple of weeks. And what I came to realize, and I think this is the thing that we don't really know much about right now. And again, we're not doctors at all. We're not medical professionals. So this kind of, you know, different people have different symptoms. But when I started to run, I started to get, I've been dealing with a lot of migraines and a lot of, uh, of nausea. And I got really frustrated. And so I would say for probably about a week or so, it was, for me, trying to figure out what was the new normal. What could I push? What could I do that wouldn't lead to me having a migraine or having or getting sick, literally physically getting sick? Um, and it was frustrating. I would say, for, again, for about a week or so, maybe a, a little bit longer, I just had a hard time having perspective because six months ago, you could tell me to go run 10 miles and I could do that at the drop of a hat. No problem. And now I was struggling to get through a mile in a, on an early on a June morning when it was beautiful outside. And so I ended up, I talked to you a little bit and I talked to a friend of mine, Sarah Michael, and another friend of mine, Kristen. And I always think it's good. You know, we always talk a lot on this podcast about community and accountability. That if I had just looked at this plan that you gave me, and thought about my fitness and thought, just suck it up and do it. And just, again, just kind of stayed in my own head. I think it would have, I would have had a hard time reframing. I would have had a hard time having some perspective. But because I have a group of people around me that I trust and who know me, I was able to reframe that. That morning in particular, I was just walking my dog and it was beautiful. And just thought, you know what, at least I can do this. At least I can walk an hour and I can, you know, pump my arms and <laughs> get my heart rate up. So that really has been, I would say, the last three weeks have been what I've been trying to think about is having perspective and how to rethink where I am right now with my fitness. Because, again, what was hard six months ago, what was easy six months ago seems impossible now. So why not, let's not think about that. Let's not think about where I was six months ago. And let's not think about where I want to be because this is where I am right now. And I need to, you know, we always talk about running that the mile that we're in, this is the mile I'm in. The mile I'm in is I'm trying to figure out a new base for myself. I'm trying to figure out what workouts will, you know, lead me to having a, not only a successful workout, but a successful day. Because right now, sometimes I maybe can get up in the morning and, try to run for 10 minutes, but then six hours later, I'm spent, and I had to crawl into bed. <laughs> Great perspective. You're headed in the right direction, and, and you just said something that made me think you were talking about a year ago. Like everybody out there. Oh, yes. What does what Holly could do a year ago have to do with what she's going to do tomorrow? Absolutely nothing. And so that's, so yes, I'm dealing with this. And so for you listeners out there, you runners out there, or maybe somebody who's kind of fallen off the running wagon, whether it's because of an injury, whether it's because 2020 was just terrible and you just, it was all you could do to get through it, whether it's you're coming back from having a baby, whatever it is, right, that you can't think about where you were a year ago or maybe even six months ago, you know, and you can't think about where you want to be I mean, maybe you can six months from now. We can make goals. For me right now, it's kind of hard for me to make a goal. I don't know what. I'm signed up for the St. Jude Half Marathon, and I might just be walking the whole thing. Um, <laughs> it's okay. 
And that's okay because that's where I am. I still want to be out there and support runners. I want to support the cause. But we have to, again, thinking about that. I, I really love that phrase, run the mile that you're in, because that could be on an easy run day. That could be on a tempo run day. That could be the training cycle you're in, or it could just be the season of life that you're in, you know? Well, you just said something. You said run the mile you're in, and that is so important. And and like you said, those you or somebody who got just couldn't get things going last year for all the reasons, and now it's time to get going again. Yes, uh, having a goal six months from now or a year from now is awesome. Let's put that out there, and then let's forget about it. And what Holly means by run the mile you're in is that goal's out there. Let's write the roadmap backwards to today, and then that's what we're worried about is today. Yeah. Did you get your one-mile run or your one-hour walk? Did you did you hydrate? Did you fuel? Did you do your uh, stretching? Did you do your rehab? Did you get good sleep? Are you cleaning up your nutrition? It's those small daily habits today, the mile you are currently in, that will lead you to your finish line, which is your intermediate goal or your long-term goal or life or life it could just be i mean my goal yes i'm signed up for a race but my goal is just to figure out my health and let's see where i am a month from now let's see where i am two months from now and that's injury too you know we had a girl who just shattered her ankle we don't know what she's going to be like three months from now or six months from now um and so we just have to take it you know day by day week by week and keep having those little check-ins those little evaluations of okay this is now my mile. My mile's changed a little bit. <laughs> and and our, our friend and runner who shattered her ankle, she's doing everything she can do. Mm-hmm. And right now it's in the pool. That's, yep. that's, that's what she's allowed to do, so she's making the most of that. And, and just like Holly, she is able to now run a mile or two and to go out and walk for an hour. And that's what she's going to do. She's going to embrace that and focus on that. And that's the big goal today. Get yeah. up tomorrow. Let's do it again. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easy. You know, they're, oh. I'm, gra- no. I'm grateful for all that I'm doing. But some days it's really frustrating. And that's okay. It's okay to have a day where you're just like, you know what? This really stinks. But then you got to get back on it. <laughs> because if oh. I do every day, I'm never going to get out there. But it's okay to yeah. Some days say this sucks. You make a great point. On on many days, it sucks, especially when you're in the grips of something like long COVID or recovering from an injury or an illness or coming back, like you said, from having a baby and things are different. Your body sometimes in those issues has kind of betrayed you. You have to make peace with that now and and not get stuck. And you have to, it is hard and it's, you said it's it's day to day. Sometimes it's every it's hour to hour. Your attitude can come and go, and your perspective can get warped because you see other people doing things and you can't do it. Or you start here comes the ego again. We talk about this all the time. Ego starts playing the old tapes of what you did a year ago or five years ago. Or you're on social media or you're on Strava and you're seeing what other people and of course everybody puts their best foot forward up on all those social media. You're seeing what they're doing and you're missing out on all the fun. But then you have to go back and let's measure the perspective, the capacity to view things in their true relation and their relative importance to you and your situation. Don't get bogged down in the things that don't matter. And the things that don't matter is, well, what's everybody else doing? 
and yeah. what was I able to do a year ago or 10 years ago? That doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Just Not get going. Get to the next mile marker. Get to the next aid station. Don't get stuck in procrastination or a pity party or feeling sorry for yourself. That's okay, like Holly said. Every once in a while, right, Holly? I mean, you you oh, just yeah. go like, woe is me. This sucks. Why is this happening to me? And then you kind of get up and you dust that off and you, all right, okay, okay, I'm, I'm tougher mentally yeah. and and physically tougher than that. Let's get up and let's get to the next mile marker. And I think it goes back to one of the things that we talk about quite a bit, which is control the controllables. Oh, my God. Like right now, I can walk. Right now, I can focus on my sleep. Right now, I can focus on strength. I've been trying to do a lot more strength stuff. I actually met with our um, strength and conditioning coach at my school and said, hey, I want to learn how to do a pull-up. <laughs> I can't do a pull-up. So because for me personally, I like having a goal. I like having something to work toward. And, you know, yes, the goal of my fitness is a great goal. The goal of my health is a great goal. But sometimes I like something concrete. And I'm gonna. she put me on a plan to get me to eventually do a pull-up, which is something I can physically do. I mean, I can't physically do a pull-up right now. But I can physically train to try to yeah. do a uh, that, that's a that's a great analogy, and you're really doing it. it says, a pull-up is a measure of just pure strength. Everybody can train to do a pull-up, but it takes every day doing the work to build up to do a pull-up, or whatever your thing is, whatever you think you can't do, if your body will adapt and grow into that, if you allow enough time and you are consistent and control the controllables. I had a, I heard a great analogy on, I don't remember what the podcast was. <laughs> we were talking about this very topic, control the controllables, and he related it to traffic. Traffic is a great example. You're commuting or you're headed somewhere and you hit a traffic jam because there was an accident. Well, that is totally out of your control. Somebody honks at you. They're not honking at you. They're honking at that car next to them. You're just the next car in line. What can we control in that situation? We can control leaving on time, leave extra time for traffic. Check the, check the weather and the traffic before you leave to see if there's an accident. Use your GPS because it will warn you of accidents ahead. Those are the things you can control. Do everything you can do to give yourself a shot to get to work on time. And if there's a wreck, there's nothing you can do about it. And if, you're, if you don't control the things you can control, which is getting up on time, being ready, having your stuff together, and getting out the door with a buffer so that you're not running around like you got your hair on fire... <laughs> you've got a better shot at controlling that day. And that's a very kind of silly anecdote, but the cortisone that's released, the adrenaline that's released, and the stress hormones when you hit that traffic jam are the exact same when we start feeling bad about our workouts or work or all of those things. So control what you can control and let that other stuff roll off your back. Yeah. And a question that you've often asked me and I've asked other, other runners as well is, as you're in this mile, whatever mile it is that you're in, you know, what can you control? What can you do? Um, and then looking at other parts of your life and the question of, does this serve me? You know, I used to be on Strava and I got rid of it a month ago. I didn't need to be on it. I didn't need to see what everybody was doing. Uh, Instagram is fine for me. I'm good. I like to cheer people on, but just scrolling through Strava every day and seeing what everybody was doing. I was like, you know what? This is fine. I don't need to, do, I don't need to see this. So I kind of looked at that and thought this really right now doesn't serve me well. I, I 
I am such a believer in that. And I think that's just part of the process that we go through is learning to understand those things that serve me or do a disservice to me. And it's physically and mentally. Maybe it's your the people you hang out with or the people you run with. If they're all negative and complaining and griping about the run and how hard it is and how hot it is and how their feet hurt or they're full of all the bad advice or they they you know people make themselves very hard to cheer for by the way they act and the way they speak maybe that you're surrounded by those type of people change your scenery right does this does this situation serve me does this you mentioned strava i got off of twitter for that very reason because i don't need that in my field of view because it's all negative and fighting and there it doesn't serve me very well it triggers me releases all those uh, stress hormones that I don't need. So, and I, you know what? I don't miss it one iota. So, kind of do a, and, and again, this is an everyday thing, right? Do that ongoing survey of yourself. Does this serve me? Does, <laughs> I heard some comedian talking about the biggest, funnest meal of the year, Thanksgiving, is typically spent <laughs> with people that wear on your last nerve so that's another process does this does going through all these hoops to sit with these people does this serve me and that's a personal issue for everyone out there to decide but that's an example of does this serve me um i think that's so critical yeah well we've talked a lot about me kevin what about you how do you you know reframe how do you reframe attitudes where how have you done that in your in your career? Man, that's I, I am. Uh, I think it's as I've gotten older and and uh, a little more introspective. I've tried to come to grips with dealing with things and measuring the relative importance to me in my life. So we'll go back to my big hurdle. It was actually five years ago this month. I yeah. had my heart attack. Right. Shocking out of nowhere. How in the world could I have a heart attack of all people? And I went through all of those things of, oh, my body betrayed me. How dare it? This is not fair. I did everything right. I ate. I had, my blood pressure wasn't high. And then I had to snap out of that. Woe is me because that was not serving me very well at all. It was dragging me down. I didn't want to be, oh, I almost died from a heart attack. I wanted to be man, I dodged a bullet. I survived that heart attack. Uh, let's go. And that's kind of become my attitude as I go through that is um, we'll talk about that. What does that heart attack five years ago have to do with what I'm doing today? Nothing. I'll reframe that in a minute. But it, I went out this week and I did my runs. I did my speed work. I raced last week. I went to... CrossFit four times this week, and we're going on vacation, and we're going to explore the Grand Canyon for a week. I'm out there living the life that I want to live without the, oh gosh, I'm a cardiac patient. I'm, I'm not. I'm done. That's behind me. Now, let me go back and reframe that. Five years ago, that heart attack did cause me to put in perspective <laughs> the relative importance of some of my big goals that I still had on my plate. I wanted to go revisit some 100-mile ultramarathons, and I wanted to go revisit maybe Ironman again. But my cardiologist, actually two cardiologists, and my very smart 
biochemistry PhD wife convinced me that is probably not the best idea for my age situation and that would not be why stress your heart in that way it would not serve you well would not serve me well exactly holly so i it took me a couple of years into this process to let those things go and the way i reframe that and we've talked about this on an earlier podcast was i was on my bike trainer and i was looking up at my uh ego wall my glory wall of awards and finishing medals and things and it it came over me suddenly of you've your your endurance resume speaks for itself dude you've done all the things you it stacks up that's that can be considered a successful endurance career you have to be grateful for that celebrate that but that's done now we're moving into this new situation which is now let's find what you can do and what i can do now is get stronger and get more mobile and still race 5Ks and 10Ks and maybe a half marathon and some trail races and some short triathlons, but I'm not willing to take the risks that come with those other things that possibly don't serve me well physically in my health because I want to do this for another 30 or 40 years. So, yeah, it was that that measuring the relative importance of this in my life, and that helped me – like you, turn the coin. It took me a little longer to, to to change my perspective, and now some days it's hard, Holly. Some days it sucks to not be able to do what I used to be able to do or run as fast as I could. But you know, I did a 5K a couple of weeks ago and nailed my race plan, and was so grateful to be out racing and in your age group. Placed in my age group again, so I'm getting yeah. that back. Yeah, and so now I'm chasing that. You know, okay. Maybe I'm I'm going to be happy and satisfied with a PR in this age group. Yeah. Hey, okay, great, because that that is attainable and realistic. And I would say that day I drove home with a great deal of joy and pride and elated with that race. So trying to strive for that feeling in everything, and that's by keeping the right perspective. Yeah. And I like how you said, you know, you said it, it didn't, it took you a little bit longer. Um, we might revisit this in a month, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Tomorrow we could probably have a slightly different conversation, but yes. Because a month from now, I don't know, is my health going to be better? Is it going to be worse? So I think it is that constant, again, reframing the mile you're in, you know, every day, every month, right? Uh, and... And it, it's a journey, you know. Fitness is a journey. There's a lot of ups and downs. Whether, I mean, you could be injury prone. I mean, I had a guy at a form clinic the other night who, like every six months, he does something too. He blows out a calf, literally blows out a calf. So he just has to keep, it's, it's, it's a journey for him to figure out what's the best thing for him to do in terms of, you know, keeping himself injury free. But um, it is. It's a journey. And I like, like when you had your heart attack, I remember, I know you, I knew you were struggling. We talked about it, but once you kind of thought, you know, okay, this is where I am. I can't run right now because my heart can't take it. You were in cardiac rehab, but you could bike all that you wanted to inside. I remember coming over to your house and Laura and I would be downstairs talking for an hour or so. And you would just be upstairs on your bike. I could just hear you. 
the wheels were spinning. Yeah, uh, yeah. That you I was just doing went, what I was able to do in the moment. I was running the mile I was in. Yeah, and you were and you were grateful. It was hard, but you were grateful for it. Yeah. So it's just, you know, one of my um, runners actually sent me uh, Sarah Michael. She's been on here. I'm coaching her, and then she helps me out quite a bit with runners and, and different things. Sent me a video that's actually that was actually targeted to endurance athletes who have been ha- who've had long COVID, and it was who who have it now. It was about again just throw out the window what you used to do, and you have to figure out your new baseline. And so that's my every day is what's my new baseline? What works? What doesn't work? So yeah, man, and it I, is. I, I am. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's it's an everyday battle, and we, uh, I know all of you out there listening. If I if we said you know if we had a call in show, call in right now and share your story. You've all got one. You've all got yes. health or an injury or uh, family issues or work issues or kid issues. It's an everyday battle. It's an everyday opportunity for you to. Find the perspective and what's happening and view it in their true relation to you and their relative importance to you in your life, in your family's life. Yep. So today is not permanent. Just like Holly said in the beginning, her current fitness and running level are not permanent. It's just what she has today. And just like you out there, your, your pace today is what it is. Yep. And the way your knee feels today is what it is, but it's not permanent. You can do things and you can... You can make progress. You can get to where you want to be if you find the gratitude for what you're able to do today. Run the mile you're in. Kevin, I love it. Thank you for that talk. We're all in this together. <laughs> we are. So if you're struggling, right, reach out to us. If you need anything um, or have a question, you know, I've had this injury, what do I do? I am coming back from a pregnancy. What do I do? I took a year off. What do I do? Reach out to us and let us know how, how we can help. Yeah. I, again, this is what we do for a living. Mm-hmm. We love talking about running. It's our passion. So don't hesitate. We, I, you, you get the same questions and comments. Oh, I hate to bother you with this. I've got a question. Oh, like, oh what is it? Me. Pull up a chair. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And then an hour later, we're still, oh, and let's, and, you know, we're, we're down, you know, down the rabbit hole. So, yeah, please reach out. Uh, send us an email. Reach out on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'd love to talk about it. Yeah. The clock is running, people. Let's do it. Let's get let's going. Go. So, yeah, reach out to us. We are on Instagram and Facebook. You can send us a message. You can leave us a comment under a post that we have. We have our website, can'tstopendurance.com, which actually I have a few people this week asking me about um, a good warm-up routine, and there's a warm-up routine that I did that's that's on there. So we have all kind of YouTube videos about how to foam roll, how to stretch, how to warm up, how to do your hips, um, and you can also email us, coach at can'tstopendurance.com. We've been doing some form clinics here in Memphis. We got some have some coming up again here in Memphis and in Dallas, so Look on our Instagram page, pay attention to that, and we would love to meet you, talk to you, and talk about running in the mile that you're in. So, Kevin, what do we say around here? We say run smart, train hard, race fast, and run the mile you're in. Boom! Thanks for listening. See you next time.